0: Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the Alternative Hair Alchemist. This is Deborah Heim. My shop is VeryBestLittleHairHouse.com. I'm at DebraHeim.com and VeryBestLittleHairHouse is located in Pennsylvania. And for the most part, it is an in-person store because I really love working in person one-on-one and f- helping people find that perfect hair. But I am available also to work online, and I will tell you more about that at the end of the episode. And this week, I am going to answer a question that was submitted. And before I forget, I have a group, WiseWig Advice and Support, on Facebook And that's available for anybody to join free of charge, regardless of where you get your wigs from or if you're a wig retailer or what have you. I opened the group so that there would be a place where you could come and ask a question and get a reliable answer. And that is what happens in that group because if nobody in the group will answer it, I will answer it. And if I don't know the answer, I will find out for you from the people that make the wigs. I am an authorized dealer for 15 different brands, and I set my shop up that way when I first opened because I wanted to have something for everybody. So while you can't shop online per se, like with a shopping cart, one thing I can tell you is... I have access to the inventories of what is in stock and what isn't. A lot of items have been sold out. So at any time, one of the things I can do for you is check on a color or a style. Because I know some people wear a certain style regularly. And that is one thing I can do. Second of all, if you do buy a wig from me, a couple things. Number one, I am a stickler for quality. I do not drop ship. I will get the wig and check it myself and then send it on to you the other thing is you will be in essence supporting this podcast because this podcast was an endeavor of my own when I opened up the shop in 2017 I thought I knew everything I needed to know about wigs because I had worn them for so long I figured okay I'll just get some nice wigs and sell them and boy have I learned so much since then and along the way in selling the wigs and helping people in person, I realized that I needed more education because this really, there is so much more to it than just selling a wig from a picture. So some of the vendors, like John Reno and Hair You Wear, and now Ellen Villa, and also Belle Madame. They offer education, and some of the education we as wig retailers have to pay for. I also had to travel to Atlanta to go to the John Renault two-day thing back, I think, in 2018, 2019, what have you. But that is where I really learned a lot. And this podcast came from my heart as an effort to educate, because not just wig consumers, but there are many, many wig retailers out there that could also use the education. And I say that, I'm, I'm always blunt and honest, but some of the things I see people bring into my shop, or what I see getting purchased online, I'm just like, wow, there is no way that should have happened. So I don't know about you, but I'm the type of person that if I don't know something, I'll admit it, and I want to be the best at whatever I do. And I can't really say that all Whig retailers are motivated f- from that factor. I know in my area of the country... People that do have the wigs in the shop, it's generally like, you know, just something that they do or have because they think people will need them. And, you know, let's face it, that's not the place I want to get a wig. Oh, and also, I am a certified confidence and happiness coach, as well as being certified in alternative hair. So I am starting to work one-on-one with people, especially about their confidence about themselves. Hair loss is something that I know affects people's self-esteem. I'm not sure at this point why, because hair loss happens to you through no fault of your own. But I'm learning that there's a real need to boost confidence or what have you. So that that's what I'm available to do as well. So this week when I asked a question in my group as for podcast subjects, somebody asked how to be able to pick a wig that is the right color and feels like real hair when you are new at wearing wigs. So that's... a uh, question that has a couple different layers to it. But I will try and do my best. And hopefully I don't forget anything. Every time I record this podcast later in the week, I will think of something I should have said. But you know, there will be more episodes coming. And if you have a subject, please feel free to submit it either by going to either of the websites and email or in the group message. I'm not too hard to find. But anyway, I'm looking forward to your questions questions and another reason that I love questions is because I have done this now for so long and I've kind of developed like a superpower of being able to look at a wig picture and tell whether it will work or not or relatively what head size it will work for I know it sounds crazy but really the more you work with wigs the more you will find your better and better wigs and I can say just even being around the good wigs. Sometimes in the one-hour consult in my store, by the time the person has ended or near their ending, they will go through and they will find like the best quality wigs on the mannequins. Of course, anything I have in my shop is well worth it, but I'm talking about like all of a sudden, from knowing nothing about wigs at all, when you're looking at a mannequin, you'll be like, I like that one. And, of course, it's like the hand-tied, belle madame, what have you. So just by being around wigs, you will get to know them. And, unfortunately, that means that early in your journey, there's going to be some trial and error. I don't care how many reviews you watch or who you ask, what have you. I even, my my own self, I get to try them on at my leisure. I will take a wig home and you really never know for sure until you wear it. So I just want to throw that out there. Don't beat yourself up. I'm the type of person that I hate to waste money. And if I purchase something that doesn't work out, I'm not a good let goer of that. But I offer that to you because if that does happen along your way, hopefully you can resell the wig, trade it, what have you. But anyway, so as far as color, your color choices are going to depend, number one, on the style of the wig. A lot of the styles don't come in every color, especially nowadays. They're making it very individualized. So sometimes your color choice is going to be dependent on the style. However, Color choices also depend on whether it is human hair or it's synthetic. This is something I learned along the way. The human hair colors coming in, they do the best they can. But I am going to tell you, even the factories, even the best factories, they are not going to be able to hold a candle to some colorist that has been trained in color, not just color, but alternative hair color and I follow some of the wig makers that are just magicians in this, because when you get human hair, it's not best to just color it yourself. Now, there are some general rules about coloring human hair, as in you can easily add color but not take it away. But you know what? That depends on the wig. So your color choices are going to depend on whether it is human hair or synthetic, and sometimes with human hair, you're going to find a lot of browns. So if you're going to go human hair, I'll tell you right now, getting a good human hair is going to feel the most real. It is absolutely wonderful. And every woman should have a human hair wig. But I don't recommend that for your first wig. Because as you wear wigs, you will learn how to take care of them. And I bought a human hair wig. I couldn't wait to get it because I thought this will be great. I can just wash it, style it, color it just like my own hair. But unfortunately, that's not really the truth. You have to treat your wigs with just as much kid gloves as you would if you got, you know, your expensive hair color from the salon. It takes really good products to take care of a human hair wig. and But that's a whole separate subject. But as far as color depends on whether it's synthetic or human. Sometimes you can get a human hair and have a specialist color it. And as far as texture goes, hands down, I'm gonna say that it's always great to get a good human hair. Now, you gotta be careful of the cheaper human hair, especially if you're coloring, because sometimes in one wig, there will be hair from 10, 12, and up, different heads or sources, on that wig so that when you go to color a human hair wig, the color may not be predictable. Let's put it that way. Also with human hair, you want to make sure that it came from an ethical source, which most people when they're looking for human hair, they will look for the least expensive that they can find. And Unfortunately, looking for human hair that way, it's a little bit more risky as far as either getting something that wasn't human hair or it's human hair that you really don't want to have on your head. Let's put it that way. There are very few people out there actually growing their hair long to sell it to wig makers. I wanted to say that because I think when you don't know the wig industry, you might think that's the case because everybody knows somebody that's donated some hair. But I'm going to tell you getting hair that way is very few and far between, and usually that's your most expensive of the human hair wigs, but it can also be the most worth it. And again, with human hair wigs or anything human hair top or what have you, you want to make sure you know and trust the person you're giving your money to. And that's all I'm going to say about that. So now moving on to color. First thing I want to say is I see a lot of over analyzing on the color front. I'm just going to say that because now I've worked with people in my shop four or five years and Like I said, not every wig comes in every color. So I tend to choose by style and density and length first and then go with the color choices. And I will tell you, I have people come in my shop that swear they cannot wear another color. But when they try it in the shop, I'm able to sit with them and essentially coach them through the newness of it. And people leave in a color they never even thought that they could wear. But all it took was 10 minutes of waiting to get used to how it looks and a little encouragement. So if you were ever to find a wig that looks great, feels great, but the color isn't so close to what you had in mind, you might want to give that a try anyway. Because with all of these variables, it's kind of hard to get absolutely everything you need in one wig. And as far as selecting your colors, I can tell you this, I have every color ring in my shop. So actually having the color With the swatch, unless you're talking about a solid color, and when I say solid, I'm not a hairstylist, so I may be using you know clothing terms or whatever. But I'm talking about, say, like a number six brown. If it's not a color like that with the old numbering system, and say it has a number of different shades on it, when you get that swatch. Sure, threads, hairs, fibers of every color will be on it, but you have no idea of knowing how it's going to be distributed when you get the wig in. So sometimes there is a little trial and error in that. And like I said, you sometimes just put it on and give yourself some time because if the general color family is right you're probably good to go. And nowadays, the designers, like Ellen Villa especially, she will put the colors on the wig for the style. Being a fashion designer, there is now color artists that do the same thing. So a lot of times with predicting what color to choose, it's going to come down to a little bit of luck of the draw as far as that goes. Now, I know with color swatches on the computer or in the catalog everybody sees colors slightly different but if you ask me whether you use the swatch whether you use the little block in the catalog or online the colors end up it's it's like neither source is more accurate than the other it's all a little bit of a guess my favorite thing to do is to find a review of the wig that someone has done and I usually put the reviews on double speed and watch the person so that I can see the wig from all the angles. To me, then you can kind of tell more how the color is going to be distributed. And that's my number one suggestion for if you're trying to decide between two colors. There's so many good influencers out there that will compare one color to another. And I know I use those myself when I'm ordering for the shop if I'm not familiar with the color. And as far as choosing a synthetic that feels more real than another, I can tell you that generally some are better than others, but it's kind of the same being that when you first get it, it will feel the most soft. Now to keep that texture of your synthetic, my secret is don't use products on it. Now I know that's against what everybody says because there's a wig product for everything out there. But what I do to make my wigs last the longest is I use very little product on them at all. And my favorite styling aid is water in a bottle. So if you do get a synthetic, and as you wear it, you know, after a couple shampoos, when it starts to dry, a couple good things to restore your moisture. Some people will like to use fabric softener. To which I say that can work on a synthetic, but make sure you get unscented because I've used fabric softener myself, and let me tell you, you can—the whole room will be permeated with the scent of the fabric softener. So unscented, like a downy free or what have you, is good for that. Or Belle Madame balm—I'm gonna tell you that conditioner is worth every penny. I use it to give myself my wigs a lot more life. We also give that in the care kit at my shop. And I usually have the full size and even the one liter size balms available for purchase. So I've hoped this has helped you in some way to sum it up. Getting texture, color, everything in your first try is going to be kind of a challenge. I wish you the best at it, but this is something that I can help you with. If you are ever trying to decide for yourself, that's one of the things I can do on a video consult. I'll be the first one to tell you that choosing your wig, it's going to be the best result if you can do it in person. Second best result is to have me help you with it. Once I talk to you, know your measurements, know what's worked or what's not worked. Or even if you're new to wig wearing, I'm pretty good at that. So if you ever want a style consult, that is available on the site. And once again, debrahheim.com, verybestlittlehairhouse.com. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, shoot me a message. Let me know your thoughts or if you have any subjects for a podcast. And until next time, peace, love, and alternative hair.